the James Suckling Podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews and more. Bonjour, bonjour. How are you? Ça va? Well. Tell me your thoughts about 2012. I've tasted so many excellent wines in 12. Of course, everyone loves 2008. So it's a little yeah. bit hard for 12. It gets overlooked a little bit. Exactly. For me, 2012 is, uh, is not ready yet. You know, like when, when we launched 2008, it was not ready. Now, 2008 yeah. is ready. Now, 2008 is ready. And 2012 will be ready in two or three years. That's uh, always the, 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 the problem in Champagne when you work only with Grand Cru. It's Grand Cru needs time to, to develop uh, their, their capacity. And, uh, and uh, 2008, you know, people say, oh, people, are, you say 2008 is great, but it's not so good. And I say, wait, you will see, you know, yeah. in three four years, it will, be, it will be complex. It will be fresh, elegant. Uh, you will have everything. And I would say the 2012, it's a little bit the same, uh, the same approach. Uh, not ready, completely ready today, and uh, but would be a big, big vintage in two or three years uh, for sure. And how how is it different than two thousand eight, the growing season and structurally? So, so two thousand twelve, we had uh, a big frost in January, minus ten, minus twenty. So we lost around ten percent of of, uh, of the harvest in in, uh, in this. Uh, not, not in this frost, later in May, sorry, the, the frost in May, we lost 10% uh, of the harvest. We had uh, quite a lot of rain uh, until uh, mid-July. And then in August, we had uh, uh, a, good, uh, a good weather with not too hot, not too hot weather. And, uh, and uh, harvest, which happened around the 9th, uh, the 9th of, uh, of, uh, of uh, September. So... Uh, uh, it was it was it was a good good end of season, and we used to say, you know, that uh, that the end of the season is very important to 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 finish the vintage. And uh, 2000, uh, 2012 was uh, was a very nice uh, uh, end of the season. Uh, average uh, kilogram per hectare nine thousand two hundred. The acidity was around seven point eight, and the uh, alcohol ten point six. So it was. It's not so so average, you know. When we say like we look for the perfect balance, here we have a little bit uh, higher alcohol than acidity, so so the acidity was quite present. But it's also acidity brings a lot of uh, of potential for aging. But it doesn't have the uh, density or phenolics of two thousand eight, right? It's more balanced. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And two thousand fourteen because we. We, we have also the Grand Vin des Princes 2014. Mm -hmm. Also, very interesting vintage, which is not recognized as 2012. But for me, you know, when, when you have a majority of Chardonnay, it's a great, great vintage. 2014, you had a, a, a warm and wet autumn and winter uh, with, uh, with, unfortunately, a lot of rain between May and July. So we had some rot, uh, mainly in Pinot Meunier, a little bit in Pinot Noir. Uh, harvest happened also the 8th of, uh, of uh, September and 10% uh, uh, alcohol, 8.3 acidity, so better, uh, better balance. And, uh, and for me, the 2014, I really love it. It's more ready to drink now. You know, it's, uh, 
Okay. So vintage won't have the same potential as, as 2012, but it's a very, very interesting and lovely, uh, lovely vintage. Excellent. And what, um, as far as as the Louis Cans, uh, did you? Was it the same uh, time on the Lees, and was there anything different compared to the last vintage? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yes, we we decided to to disgorge it. Uh, in January 2020, so, uh, so it's uh, it spent only uh, eight years on, on the lease, so it was a little bit less than normally, because you know, uh, and because also the Louis XV since 2008 is without malolactic, so uh, oh, we need right. we need more time, you know, uh, more time uh, for the dosage to 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 integrate and to be ready. So we decided to to disgorge it a little bit in advance. To be able to have at least a year uh, uh, before releasing it, so now we are a little bit more than a year, so it's uh, it should be should be very nice. Different for the 2014 because uh, the, the Grand Vendée Prince 2014, you will be the first one to, to taste it. It was disgorged in January 2021, so it was uh, disgorged five months ago, and uh, it's released a new it's released a new release uh, of of Grand Vendée Prince, <clears throat> which was. Uh, originally, the, the prestige cuvée of Champagne de Venoge, uh, uh, the, the Grand Vin des Princes started in 1858 for the Royal Family of Holland. And uh, in this particular bottle, you know, in this decanter bottle, it started, uh, it started in 1961. So from 1961 to 1993, uh, Grand Vin des Princes was the prestige cuvée, and we stopped in 1995 when Louis XV became the prestige cuvée. And since 1993, uh, we didn't produce a Grand Vin des Princes. So it's uh, 21 years after the last vintage uh, that the new Grand Vin des Princes because a lot of people were asking for it. Uh, and, uh, and so we did it uh, in, in 2014 and, and we'll follow after the for, for other vintages. And the Grand, uh, Grand Vin des Princes is all, uh, is all Grand Cru then and... No, Grand Vin des Princes, it's not all Grand Cru, it's Grand Cru and Premier Cru. Grand okay. Vin des Princes, Chardonnay, 70% Ménil sur Roger, 15 Vertu, and 15 Trépaille. And uh, whether the, the Louis XV is 100% Grand Cru, uh, 100% Grand Cru. So, and, no, and you don't use any Ménil or anything like that then? In in uh, in, uh, in uh, yes in Grand Vin des Princes we use seventy percent Menil sur Roger. Oh, okay. In, the, in Grand Vin des Princes and uh, in in the in the Louis XV we have some uh, Menil, Avis, Roger in Chardonnay and Ambonnet and Bouzy for uh, for Pinot Noir. I remember you told me why um, why but I don't remember why you made the move to um, not do Malo anymore. Yeah, I think you know. Uh, Today, with uh, global warming, uh, we have uh, we have more and more uh, richness in the wines and, and champagne. Uh, today, people love it when it's still fresh and elegant. So I was thinking that because we can we age it very long, uh, around ten years, uh, we were able to to do it without the malolactic, because it will keep the freshness and uh, and acidity. Uh, and I think, you know, more and more people will, will have to do that because 
because the harvest is now uh, end of August almost every year, and uh, and we will we will have to 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 to, to keep to keep some freshness to to be able to to make our wines uh, still very fresh and elegant as people love it. And you could and you really could see that you needed to do that even yes. few, even that long ago with global warming. Uh, it was it was it was, a, it was a, a bet, you know, because uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was a bet uh, because uh, we were already in 2008 talking about that, but uh, but uh, it was not uh, <clears throat> as important as today. And today we uh, in the vineyard, a lot of people are are talking about not doing malolactic. Eh? It's uh, more and more uh, in the trend now. That's really interesting. Yeah. And then you have to you have to fine tune your um, your uh, dosage also, so maybe a little bit sweeter <laughs> just to balance out the acidity. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, for example, you know, on the two thousand eight, we were able to put a six gram per liter dosage, which was quite low for for non malolactic. That's why we need we need uh, I would say two years, you know, after disgorgement. Be, to be to be good and uh, to balance uh, the 2008 today is fantastic uh, you know you, you tasted it uh, two year, two years ago yeah. but today today it's really uh, rich and you have some complex aromas and coming uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's always a problem you, you but one day you have to sell your wine <laughs> you know we are not like in bordeaux when we sell before before release <laughs> I sell before it's bottled but and and um, you actually, I know that also you you do like to save some wine uh, and age it in bottle, not sur lot, but yes. actually age it in bottle and then release it later. So so that exactly. gives you an advantage with no malo. Exactly, exactly. And uh, for example, you, we still have some ninety six, ninety five vintage of Louis XV in the cellar, and we are going to release at the end of the year two thousand bottles of Louis XV. Which you, you really love. Yeah, uh, it's this, amazing. This gorge in January 2021, and uh, in a gold bottle, the bottle will be completely gold and it's, it will be called uh, Louis d'Or. And we That's just cool. a review of 2000 bottles. Okay, let's try the uh, Blanc de Blanc. No? Yeah, the Prince Blanc de Blanc yeah. will be better. Yeah. Mm, beautiful nose. Yeah. So, as I told you, you know, Grand Vendée Prince, Blanc de Blanc, 70% Ménil. So, so the, the, the main body of the, of the wine is Ménil, so a lot of minerality, 15% Vertu and 15% Trépaille. So, uh, the aromas are, the nose is great with so much of the biscuits and, yeah. you know, uh, dough. And, oh. mm. With some flowers, so aromatic. Yeah. And all the bottles will be numbered. We produce only 10,000 bottles of Blanc de Blanc and 6,000 bottles of the Rosé. So it's a, it's a very limited uh, production. The bubbles are very fine. Thank you. Yeah. So it's still in its freshness. Huh? You know, it's, still in, uh, it's still young. And you will have, with the degorgement in one or two years, you will have the, the biscuity, you know, uh, 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 which, which are 
which will be coming. Battery, battery NAS also. It has a softness to it too. The texture just gives you a softer texture. Yeah, typical 2014, you know, easy to drink. I remember the 2004 were a little bit like that, you know. Yeah, it was a vintage which, which was uh, easy to drink and very, very nice, very nice. Very nice. And comes across dry. Yeah. It's set on the fan. So it has this. Let's try the rose. Yeah. So the rose is assemblage, then, right? Yes. Rose is assemblage yeah. with 70% uh, oh. Verzonet. 70% I love the rose. Huh? The rose from That is, is crazy. Uh, the nose. Yeah. Yeah. The what? nose is. What, I agree. What, what do you call in um, in French cotton candy? Do you call it floss? You know, cotton candy when you have the can and you go like this and it's yeah, pink. Yeah, papa. Barba papa. Uh, Barba uh, papa. Oh yeah, like uh, yeah. a beer. <laughs> yeah, it smells exactly like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, seventy percent Verzonet and thirty percent Lerisse, with a six percent red wine in this rosé. It's from Lerisse. It's 100% Pinot Noir, which is interesting comparing the, the Blanc de Blanc. So it's actually done cuvées on then? Uh, no, no, it's, uh, it's a blending. It's a blending. We, we, we put 6% red wine from, uh, oh, okay. from Pinot Noir to, to the blend. Yeah. But, so the, but so, then you make, um, but you make the, oh, that's right, of course. You just don't use the skins for the main part, so it's all Pinot Noir. Exactly. Yeah. exactly, exactly. Because we want to keep, you know, the, the elegance, the elegance, and don't want to bring too much tannins in, into the into the the blend. But it's still, you know, for 100% Pinot Noir, it's still very yeah. fresh, very uh, lively, uh, not too rich, very elegant with a lot of uh, red fruits. And uh, I'm very proud of this uh, this rosé. Uh, that is really cool wine. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we did the test for the dosage uh, and we opened the bottles, I say, "Wow, this is uh, this is fantastic." You know, the the right and, and for me, the secret of rosé is really the red wine that you put inside. You know, it's really yeah. that that. And for me, a good rosé, it's when when you can feel uh, the wine, the wine and the red wine, which are which are two different. You know, and, and you feel it, feel it in, it's, it's mixed in the blend and it's, uh, it's really, it's really nice. Yeah. It's very long too. I can still taste it. Yeah, exactly. You still have it in the mouth. And wow. It's still very fresh. Thanks to Verzonet, you know, again, uh, which, uh, which bring a lot of freshness to the, to the Pinot Noir. You know. Okay. Let's try the, um, we can, I guess, yeah, we can, so. Fruit. So the dosage on the Louis XV 2012 is seven grams per liter. And as I told you, it was disgorged in January 2019. So the assemblage is 50% Pinot Noir, 50% Chardonnay, 25% 
en bonnet, 25% bousy, 25% ménil, 18% avise et 7% OG. So it's 100% grand cru. It's quite, it's quite full and round. Exactly. No? Exactly. Yeah. Much more on the, you know, citrus, citrusy, uh, um, agrume, you know, agrumy. Yeah. And that's the first step. That's the first step of the of the non malo are a little bit like that, and then, you know, the the bread and the, and toastiness will uh, will arrive in in one or two years. So. Yeah, this needs, and you're right, another year or two. Mm. You can get a little bit of the toasty, toastiness and spiciness, but it's yeah, yeah it come, you have to look for it. Yeah, it's always like that. Louis, Louis 15 starting to be perfect when we don't have any more to sell. <laughs> Let's try the rosé. Yep. It's interesting. It has sort of this iron character, like mm -hmm. mineral iron. Yeah. And then some toastiness. Yep. Uh, I have to say that the red wine uh, in uh, in in the blend in the blend uh, make make it. Uh, Drinkable quicker than than the the one without the than the, the the brute, you know. Yeah, it's so interesting how different it is than the uh, the uh, the brute. It has yeah. much more structure. Like you yeah. can really see, it's more compacted and framed. Yeah. You know, cadre, and obviously uh, the red, like you said, the red wine. The red wine, uh, it's it's uh, making making the the balance uh, quicker, but we still still yeah. it's, the dosage is six grams per liter, a little bit low, because also the red wine gives you the opportunity to to lower a little bit the the dosage. The idea on the on the weekends, it's really to to have wines which you you can enjoy for the next twenty or thirty years. This is I prefer it than to the brute. For a rosé, it's really. Yeah. Wow. I agree with you. I agree with you. That's really That's something. Good. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. But you will see the the, the brute will be will be in a, in a two years. It will be fantastic. Wow, this is really a big step up. It's funny. The last we I never had the eight. I had we had the six. And but I think this is really fantastic. But the rosé, we didn't make rosé in 2008. Ah, okay. How come? Because uh, because we had not, not enough uh, not enough uh, quality uh, grapes to 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 produce a rosé. So so we just produce. Uh, wow, the rosés really blew me away today. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, yeah. I didn't realize you were a great rosé um, champagne maker. <laughs> Well, listen. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed that, and um, and it's it fun does. to. I was really uh, like really super surprised by the rosé um, Grand Vin de France, and also, of course, the Louis Quinze. But those were really fantastic. And fourteen, 
actually, I like that, that sort of energetic. Exactly. And, and, yeah. And, and it comes across very dry. I like dry champagne. So yeah. um, I don't know. I, I don't know what you're like from where we tasted a couple of years ago to here, you seem to be really, uh, the, I can see a real uh, improvement in quality, much more precise wines. Thank you. Is that, is that intentional? Is that intentional or did, what did you change? You know, since, since I uh, became president in 2005, uh, I, I really work on, uh, on the sourcing of grapes. Ah, okay. And, uh, uh, really work also on the, on the quality of the wines. We, we, we don't produce a lot because I prefer to produce less uh, bottles, but really uh, be uh, really top on quality. Uh, and uh, that's why we, we, we just produce 10,000 bottles of weekends or 10,000 bottles of Romain des Princes. It's because, you know, I really, I don't want to put, to add on uh, some grapes which, which won't give the top potential that I expect for, for, for a vintage. So, uh, so we work, uh, even the Brut, even all the, all the other wines, you know, are, we work really, really hard on it. And we don't use, we don't use a second pressing. All our wines, we use only the first. And uh, also the, the, the aging uh, uh, on the lease, uh, the, do, the low dosage, we work on the dosage. And so, uh, so we, are, we are very proud that uh, the, the quality of the vinyl has improved a lot. And it will still, still improve in the future because uh, we, every year we, we, we work on the, on the new vintage and uh, we try to do it better every year. Well, thanks again for the tasting. I can see that. Thank so, you, Jim. And look forward to seeing you soon. Thank okay, you, Jim. Merci. Compliments. Merci. Okay, ciao, merci. Oh, bye -bye. À bientôt.